But the other thing is, I'm like, you doing home inspections, I mean, there's got to be some kind of risk or liability to you as a home inspector. Absolutely. And if there is, you know, how do you kind of handle that or how, you, how do you protect yourself? Prophet Dick Construction Show. We're back here with Wally Rankin, my buddy Jeff Spencer. Um, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, if you're ever looking for an application, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but we have a great software as a service application. Maybe you don't want to spend 70 grand on some of those other companies to generate bids and track your track your PNL, uh, generate reports. But we've got a great app. That's $99 a month. Check us out at ProfitDig.com. Uh, like I said, we're here with Wally Rankin from Trout Creek Inspections. Jeff Spencer, we had a topic a few minutes ago, and I saw your eye kind of twitching a little bit. I knew you were e eager to ask some interesting questions. So what was on your mind? Uh, well, I just listened to Wally talk about, you know, how important it was to do home inspections and things to look for, you know, in an inspector. And... I understand, you know, how important it is, <clears throat> excuse me, to, to get that right up front because, I mean, this could be your one and only purchase, you know, for a home. So you want it to be the best it could possibly be. And if there's any issues, you want to know that up front because it's going to affect the price and, and how long you're going to be before you move in. But the other thing is, I'm like, you doing home inspections, I mean, there's got to be some kind of risk or liability to you as a home inspector. Absolutely. And if there is, you know, how do you kind of handle that or how do you, how do you protect yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the biggest things is in how the home inspector articulates in their report any sort of limitations or any sort of issues that um, where they couldn't get to an area or they couldn't see something. I mean, 90% of the houses I go in nowadays are chuck full of furniture. Yeah. You know how it is when you move into a new house, move the furniture out, and surprise, there's a hole in the wall. Well, when we're doing inspections, I can't, can't move, move couches. Right. You know, it's a visual inspection. Oh, so, is that a legal limitation? You're not, you're yeah, not allowed to legally, move? Legally, I'm not allowed to move anything without any type of documented... Um, you know, sometimes we'll get where... We're way out in the middle of nowhere, and I can't pull the attic ladder down because they have a stack of boxes right underneath it. Mm. So then I'll contact my office manager. Office manager will contact them and say, hey, we need permission to move these boxes so we can get up in the attic, and then we'll get written permission back from them saying, okay. yes, you're allowed to do that. But in general, we don't we don't touch or move anything. Now, kind, of, kind of the same thing like, you're talking about the attic. To say you was inspecting, you know, like in a, a living room or dining area, or, you know, something's up against the wall. Maybe it's a piano, yeah. maybe it's a couch, mm -hmm. and you find some moisture. Yep. And it traces all the way to that piece of furniture. Mm -hmm. Do you contact them to try to trace it and see as far as it goes, or you just stop there and note what you found? Stop there and note what you found. Okay. Um, many times, especially if you're on a living level, and you're looking at a couch and there's moisture that's down by the floor and it works its way up to the couch, that's gonna show itself in the crawl space or basement. Okay. So then what we'll do is I'll then, when I go to the crawl space or the basement, 
when I work to that area, I'll pay special attention to that area and okay. see if maybe we can see if that moisture has moved further than that couch or where is that moisture coming from? Um, I used to be a police officer, so it's a little bit like an investigation. You know, you're, right. you're taking all the steps you can to try and find, you know, what's the cause of this. As a home inspector, we're not required to figure out what the cause of it is, but I feel like a good inspector is one who's going to take the time to figure out what's causing yeah. the issue. All right. Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Yeah, Yeah. well, and let's take a situation where there's a he said, she said kind of situation, and you have to to prove that you either did or did not do something. Is it just a matter of documentation saying, like, hey, I couldn't do this, here's why, here's a picture, here's the explanation? Or is there even something beyond that where you have to have some type of... um, legalese in your document there is in our documentation that people sign the the agreement we have a big long legal agreement that they have to sign prior to us even doing the inspection Mm -hmm. Um, and it basically explains what our limitations are Mm. Um, but also as part of that inspection part of my job to limit my liability is to explain and take photos of any type of limitation that I have. Mm -hmm. So if somebody does come back on me and, hey, we moved into this house and there's a water leak Mm -hmm. and, you know, you didn't catch this. Well, then we go back to the report. We find out what's going on, send it to them. Here's what we have. And then go from there. I have, I just recently had a real estate agent Um, I inspected her personal house for her up on the Tennessee River. Well, the day before her inspection, we had gotten eight inches of snow. And I drove up to her house, did the inspection. So would you consider that like an optimal time to do an inspection because you can discover Uh, issues more easily? Yes and no. For roofs in Tennessee, it's not optimal um, because you can't get on the roof when when there's snow true because yeah. what we were talking about before everything has most everything has over a 512 mm-hmm. in tennessee it's you're asking for trouble yeah um especially with how much we have where it'll snow and melt snow and melt and that makes for a slick surface so you're asking for trouble um but she she came to me and she said hey we we had a roof leak a couple weeks ago and I was angry at you. And she said, I pulled up your report and saw there was eight inches of snow on the roof. And then I understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it has to, we have to make sure that we document yeah. everything. Yeah. You think she would have come after you? Um, I think she would have strongly questioned me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a possibility. I think it's possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jeff Spencer, any other burning questions in your mind? No, I'm, I'm sure there's some more, but uh, we're getting close time on video now, so we'll just uh, save that for him. Okay. Kind of, kind of, and before you wrap up, kind of to your question, um, Tennessee and Florida are the two most litigated states for really? home inspectors. Yeah, so if you're going to be a home inspector, get ready for the battle. If you want to live in one of those two states, <laughs> yeah. you can expect to be yeah. sued. Cross yeah. your T's, dot yeah, your I's. For sure. Yeah. Okay. For sure. 
Or your lowercase J's, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, sure. All anything can be dotted, you yeah. dot it, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well thank you, Wally. Yeah, uh, appreciate it. And Jeff for those very intriguing questions. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Check us out at profitdig.com. If you're looking for some home inspections in the greater middle Tennessee area, check out Trout Creek Inspe- Inspections. We really appreciate you. Have a good evening. <laughs>